You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Are you ready for it? A little bit, little bit of the bubbly. <laughs> little bit of the bubbly. Bit of the sweet beans. Luke Moa, I've decided for my New Year's resolution as we hurtle towards the end of another year, I am not, I repeat, not going to get in a ship because huh. uh, I've heard that Mr... Because uh, <laughs> Mr. Big, because I love food, uh, I have seen that Mr. Big from Sex and the City, uh, it, it's not really a spoiler because it's all over Twitter, uh, he died. Huh. Uh, if you're a fan of Sex and the City and you and you genuinely are annoyed about that spoiler, you really should have been on this. He died, and he died on the back of a Peloton bike because he he did a lot of spin classes and he had a heart attack and died. Um, and, and this is in the new series of Sex and the City. New series, 2021, baby. Uh, they're back, apart from the woman who's in Police Academy. Uh, yeah, she don't like one of the other ones, I don't think. Oh right, okay. That's okay, why. Good. I love I love our half remembered celebrity tittle tattle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, he died on a peloton bike, and uh, so you think it's dangerous now? I think working out might be dangerous. Die seeing the price of a peloton bike. I know, right? Or... Well, peloton. Uh, I thought, can you really sort of give a brand name out and say this guy died on the back of a peloton bike? Like, is people pay for undue prominence or yeah. due prominence? You wonder if they'd be happy with that. You think? Do you think they'd sort of go? Well, that's not fair. Because, and then they would probably argue. I'm sure he's been lawyered to death anyway. But I'm sure, like uh, the Sex and the City HBO Max, probably sort of go. Well, I mean, you could technically die on on any, any bike, couldn't you? So I mean, but if I, but for, let me put it to you then, right, right. And this is a Luke and Pete show, by yeah. the way. Your one stop shop for all the Sex and the City news and yeah. heart attack news. Yeah, um, I'm Luke. That's Pete. Um, if I said, if I told you that someone you didn't know, yeah, and and it was also, by the way, a fictional character died from a heart attack for laughing so hard at one of your jokes. Yes. Would you be happy or sad about that? Uh, I think if they died doing something they loved, listening to one of my great jokes, <laughs> I would consider doing a cameo video for The Wick. That's for nice, £30, pounds, For £30. Pounds. Most crematoriums, in my experience, don't have a big screen. No. So how are you going to display that? <laughs> would you volunteer your AV skills to display it as well? Yes, exactly. Yeah. You bring might my little, deliver it live. Bring my little projector. That. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we'd, talk, we'd be talking buns then, wouldn't we? Yeah, you've been, we'd have, you, money. have you been invited to be on... So the thing is, you're you're doing a cameo at someone's funeral, yeah. but you've also got to do the AV. You've got to go there. Got to go there, so I may as well just deliver this, deliver a sermon, deliver a chat. A eulogy? Straighten up and fly right, guys. Because you... you're, you're letting them in a box like this, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> touching. Very touching. touching, yeah. I never met him. I never knew him. And my humour killed him. Yeah. And that is why... I'm allowed to climb in this box and see what's going see, on in there. Gotcha. <laughs> just climb. I need to know. I need to know. I need yeah. to know what his funny bone was like. And then, and then they walk out of the crematorium to the, uh, not the crematorium, to the church, into the graveyard, yeah. look into the hole, and you're just sat in the bottom of <laughs> your pants, eating mud. <laughs> eating mud. <laughs> I he found did, the worm! He'd have fucking loved this. 
But um, so Peloton have, have kind of shot back at Sex and the City. Saying, oh, fair enough, fair enough. Dr. Susan Steinbaum, a preventative cardiologist and member of the Health and Wellness Advisory Council, cha-ching for Peloton, yeah. uh, in a statement at the time said, Mr. Big lived... Well, I mean, they're defending their position. Instead of going, right, I'll see you in fucking court, they're basically saying, Mr. Big lived with uh, what, what many would call an extravagant lifestyle. Cocktails, cigars, big sticks. And he was at serious risk because he had a previous cardio event in season six. These uh, lifestyle choices and Perhaps even his family history, which often is a significant factor with the likely cause of his death. Riding his Peloton bike may have even helped delay his cardiac event. <laughs> Do you think that's what she got into medical school for? I know, right? Yeah. Good God. The amount of... The amount of uh, I was talking, talking to a doctor a little while ago, a couple of years ago, and he was saying about his uh, doctory friend who'd gone, an A&E doctor, gone to America to uh, be a doctor. Like, you know, he'd done all of his... Say doctor again. <laughs> he'd, done, he'd done all his doctorates over here. He's done all of his doctrines, yeah. uh, and now he's over in America and, he's, and he has to do another five years of training to get to where they are and to make the serious Mama Moon what, Eye. <laughs> Mama Moon Eye. Give me another phrase for money that you just make up on the spot. Oh. Because you can do anything. Cash it teens. It works. Anything Cash works. Teens. Yeah. 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 Delano's. Some of those sweet shrubs. <laughs> shrubs? <laughs> you can say anything. It sounds no, like money. you've got to have the money in there. Uh, no, you don't. The Badalumos. <laughs> You don't have to have the word money in there. You have to have something that rhymes or sounds a little bit Moolah like Moolah doesn't sound like money. Moolah? Yeah. Yeah, I know, but that's, that's someone else has made that up. We're making new ones up. Okay, right. Yeah. Okay. Screen beans. Screen beans. Yeah. Okay. The big beans screen. on your screen. Big screen. Yeah, well, the, you screen. look at it on the screen these days, don't you? <laughs> Give me another one. By the way, with your hair at the moment, you look like Nicolas Cage. Where's that come from? You, look, I'll show you. Look in here. Look in here. Look at this camera. I've fallen foul of that on more than one occasion look with you, Sunshine. Oh yeah, it's gone. It's gone. It's like when he's got the owl, yeah, or the eagle. <laughs> My hair is a bird. Anyway, carry on with your Peloton story. Uh, well, I've just, I've just thought it's really interesting that they. You, you were talking to, about your mate who's doing loads of medical training or something. You've got, yeah, but you've got. You, you, so you've got to do loads of training on top of what we would suggest uh, I know would qualify people, you to an A&E. People generally know that you have to work hard and do a lot of training. Yeah, but you've got to do more in America because uh, you get the old double Reno. You know. get the old damn Marino. Get the old San Marino. You get the old damn Marinos, baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> And so what's your point? Uh, I just think it's... Uh, I just think that Peloton kills. <laughs> we'd like to... And we'd like that. to... No, that's what I mean. So it's, it's funny because parody law and uh, satire, like you can get away with doing so much stuff in America that I don't think you get away with here. I don't think you could get yeah, away with saying, saying that... Uh, I don't, what's a big fucking don't thing? Don't say it. <laughs> no, no fucking line on any kind of broadcast. You just start with, you can't well, get away with saying this and, and then, then say, say it. it. Yeah. Yeah. But it, like a famous gym owned by someone who may or may not have been in Dragon's Den. If you had <laughs> a lot of gyms... Um, um, and uh, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Don't do the voice. That's worse. Don't do the voice. If you said I went to the gym, I, I'm writing a character, and he goes to one of these gyms and he dies. Like that's. Why did you choose my gym? If I own the gym, I'm saying, can you just call it a generic gym? Can you just call it a generic the, the, gym? The, the effect is the same. Yeah, I know. It's yeah. mad. Yeah. Absolutely mad. I saw a um, an article that someone wrote a while back, which I didn't agree with, and it annoyed me. Yeah. Saying that um, the Sopranos is overrated. If you really want to. Um, if you really want to um, get insight into the female character, you should watch Sex and the City. I think it's the opposite, isn't it? The what female characters in The Surprise are really fucking multidimensional and really strong. Are they? Aren't the Sex and the City characters just complete cartoon characters? Uh, I mean, they've all got... I, I just always think that... I was watching a TV show called Made. Have you seen the TV show called Made on I Netflix? I haven't, no. It's about a, a, a young woman who uh, has a little Ben and she is in an abusive relationship. 
and she uh, has to make ends meet by becoming a maid and uh, she goes on adventures and stuff like that. And and, and it's really good and it's harrowing uh, and she's really good in it. It's um, someone's daughter. And everyone in Hollywood is now someone's daughter. It's just, just you know, yeah, the second generation of, a, yeah, of an yeah, acting yeah. family. I don't think it's the um, second. Andy yeah. McDowell's daughter and Andy McDowell's in it, yeah. actually. Uh, and uh, she's very good. The show's very excellent. But the thing that gets me is when they show... Uh, Women, mainly women, uh, who are, are having a fucking terrible time. They've always got to have, uh, a, a, uh, she, in her case, even though she's working as a maid and stuff, she's got this dream to be a writer. Yeah. And she's very good at writing and she wants to become a writer and she wants to go to university, etc. Et Can we not just have a character where a woman is just having a fucking dreadful time and she doesn't have a fucking skill? She likes watching Netflix. She likes just watching yeah. fucking TV. And she just wants to survive because she's a, a human character. Rather than, she's got to have this kind of middle-class aspirational thing that the, the, the viewership, the middle-class viewership um, recognises, so to can speak. Like, can like kind of relate to. Yeah. 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 Can, I just, can I just fucking, can I just have a nice life, please, without having to have this kind of, write, like a, write, a writer writing a TV show thinks that they're fucking, that be all end all is being a writer. And that's the thing to strive for. This kind of creativity. It's like, can we not just have characters who just uh, just want to fucking have a nice life and be satisfied with with their family and and see their the, and 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 be not satisfied but but you know their their career trajectory it isn't the main thing in their fucking life yeah because it's 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 very reductionist and, it's, and it happens more with female characters than it does with male characters do you I feel do you feel seen uh, what do you mean because you don't have any ambition to I don't have any ambition I just want a man who wants to be left alone. <laughs> It just wants to be. But, but Pete, left I, I, I take alone. your point. If I could, put, if I could play devil's advocate just for the sake of it, it's not much of a story, is it? What do you mean? There needs to be a story. There needs to be a fucking. She's reason. in an abusive relationship and she's trying to get out of it. But like abusive relationships, you get pulled back in, don't you? So that's mm. the call, fucking push and pull. Her university stuff, bit of a sideshow, to be honest, for me. But it needs to have more than one thing about it, I suppose. It is just sort of go. I would very much like to own a Breville. Yeah. And she could be working on that. What, the toasty one or the pie one? I one? really want... I re, I'm in a terrible relationship and my daughter's uh, <laughs> trying to get her into like so many kindergartens and stuff and it's a nightmare and because of, 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 of the traps that an abusive relationship... I just want five minutes... I just want an hour to watch an episode of Succession. Yeah. That's that's the thing. Are that's what she wants. It? Are you watching it? Started it. Don't like it? It's... It, no, I, I, lo- I love Succession, but it is very much... I think it's the... Um, it's, it's a very... Uh, it's, it's, it's cocaine. Like everyone's chippy, sarcastic, growling, angry, fuck off, and they wanted, and they wanted, they they just sort of all amped up all of the time. They were, I'm gonna fucking do this, and I'm gonna fucking do that. Yeah. Where's my PR woman? I'm gonna do this, blah, 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 blah. and and it's just this kind of like it never calms down. Yeah. That TV show. I know what you mean. Everyone's just trying to destroy it's each not other. This show, really. <laughs> but it is very much the human embodiment of. Uh, you have know, you seen? The, have you seen all the chat, chat about Jeremy Strong, the actor who plays uh, Kendall? The one who was in Spooks. I don't know if he was Back in, in the day. Kendall Roy. Oh, right. Okay, yeah, him, yeah. Um, Always oh, a shit trainers on. Yeah, yeah, he does actually. But I mean, to be honest, I, you know, I'm, I'm, as you know, I'm, uh, I'm married into an American family, so I've got to choose my words carefully. Right. Footwear among young men in America isn't great. <laughs> it's a really poor area. And it could yeah, be improved. So, yeah. Um, but... He's he the way he his process to use a horrible kind of inflated word for someone who's effectively just an actor, his process apparently is now being talked about as being quite problematic, quite toxic. Right. Okay. So he's he's of the school of you know he he worships like Daniel Day Lewis and all these kind of really and all these kind of immersive 
actor types. But he's got. He's, you wouldn't say he was like his character was particularly. Well, it's very intense, isn't it? Brooding. It is very intense and brooding. But is I mean, does he bring? Does he need to stay in character? Well, apparently that's that? how, that's just how he acts. Right. So, like for example, I find it fascinating this because he. A lot of people have said, and there's a big profile of him in the New Yorker. Yeah. And the person who interviewed him, um, said made made I guess the mistake in the interview of of calling it a dark comedy, right? A commentary. Like observed observational comedy about yeah. that particular class of person. Apparently, he was like completely oblivious. He was like, "What? What? He didn't find it funny? None right. of it? None of it?" <laughs> and and what's fascinating to me is that Brian Cox, who plays Logan Roy, has mm. come up with some quite interesting stuff. I think he said, oh, "I've got a lot of respect for Jeremy. I like him personally." But Jeremy Strong will take himself away from Brian Cox when they're filming and won't speak to him because mm. that's the character. Of, yeah. But apparently, the way Brian Cox acts, this old-fashioned kind of different way of doing it, he just turns it off and on. Yeah. Which I, which I find more impressive. Because it's acting, isn't it? Yeah, but that's yeah. more impressive, isn't it? Yeah, it is massively, yeah. You can see why people want to immerse themselves in characters because you can say, okay, right, if I become that person, mm. if I kind of, uh, you know, if, if I essentially just turn into that character, it's going to be easier for me. Yeah. But what they're saying, I think, I'll read them between the lines, and I don't think this has been explicitly said, but I think what may be thought is that it kind of just bums everyone out. Because he's yeah. just always this kind of dark, morose kind of weirdo, <laughs> and ultimately everyone else wants to have a nice time at work. <laughs> and, 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 and tellingly, Kieran Culkin, who plays uh, Roman Roy, mm. uh, who's basically like a confident you, uh, right? Okay, yeah. He he, uh, he says um, he said I don't know. He said some comment like I don't know if it makes Jeremy's makes it easier for Jeremy, mm. but it certainly doesn't make it easier for me. <laughs> it's quite interesting how people approach these things. I like Culkin. Yeah, nice. I, I think he's excellent in it. He's really good. Um, but anyway, um, mm. what were we talking about? I, I can't remember, but it doesn't matter because you mentioned the word steak earlier. Steak. And I saw, this is a bit of you this time. I saw a steak. A company called Miatech 3D right. have 3D printed the first ever steak with bovine cells that mature into muscle and fat. It's a four-ounce steak that was made completely by 3D printing. Mm. For those of our metric cousins, it's 110 grams of steak. And it got me thinking. That's quite interesting, right? Mm. got me thinking. Obviously, I have no idea how they did it. But what are they going to do with that steak? I, I don't know. Go no one's going to eat it, are they? <sighs> People aren't going to eat it. It's a waste. Well, I guess... <laughs> needs to be studied. needs to be studied. It would need to be studied. I mean, they probably know everything there is to know about what it's what's growing, but then you would also sort of go, right, look, if it's got the capacity to replicate cells, it could probably have the capacity to replicate cancer cells. So let's check that out, child. But then eating cancer doesn't really... You if you were a cancer cell, you'd be fine, wouldn't you? What are you doing? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm just saying that it, like, you you've got know. to be careful yeah. what you eat. You've made that up, though. What? What are you doing eating cancer cells? Yeah, but if you eat cancer cells, it doesn't mean that you get cancer. The carcinogens create the cancer. But, that's but, the, just... but the point I'm making is that it, it would be ridiculous to eat it anyway, right? Why would it be ridiculous to eat it? Because you want to use it as a prototype to make as much as you can. Presumably, it's a, it's a, it's a sustainable way of getting people to eat, quote, meat. They, they don't just grow one and go... Oh, how do we make this again? I've written this down. They have done that. (laughs) I know, but they don't make it and go, oh, fuck, I forgot I wrote down what we did. (laughs) They could do it again with with the same thing, couldn't they? No one's going to believe us now. (laughs) As as a bloke over there on a desk, he's got a napkin into his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear Lord. Yeah, I I think I've seen this story a million times, though. We're always being told that they've uh, they've mastered the growing of the proteins and the blah, 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 blah. This is the this is a picture of a this is the thing I don't like about it, right? It looks good, and I think the fat, uh, the little fat is that on actually the, the steak though, or is that just a picture of a steak? Uh, cultivation. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Photograph. Yeah. Um, I, I just like the. Uh, Why have they seasoned it? 
<laughs> because the, because without the uh, the burn marks on the top and the seasoning, it probably looks like something a child would play with in, in a child's uh, kitchen. Would you eat it? Uh, yes, yes, I would. I mean, point to anything in this room and I eat it. <laughs> yeah, you're the poor for person that for that. <laughs> I just think it's, I think it's fascinating. Yeah. I, I, th- I think that um, I just think I've heard this story so many times. Well, I'm bored of it. The reason for that. Well, that's offensive. The, 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 to what? To me. Fixed it. My sweet oh, content. Oh, sorry. Yes, sweet um, they've, they've found apparently chicken nuggets have been made. Yeah, that's been done. Yeah, I see. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think apparently. Um, I, what I love about this, like sea bass fillets, have been made. Oh, well. that's interesting. Guess where they were made? What do you mean? Guess the, the geographic location of where they were made. Lance Bass's house. Nice answer. <laughs> Lisbon, Portugal. They're obsessed with seafood. Okay. Got to be the seafood capital of the world. I love the fact that that was done in Lisbon. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, but like, are you getting um, cheaper labour? Um, <laughs> I get like. Uh, would you not get the fish? Aren't getting paid in other waters? <laughs> <laughs> but would it smell of fish? Do you reckon? I would wonder. The fi- that. I, yeah, would the fish? I mean, presumably it would, wouldn't it? I suppose if they. If or would they... it be all about their f- f- what they're eating? Lovely, the fish are eating the eating the bits and bobs. It's a really good point because for a steak, for example, a big part of it is the smell. If you're three D making a steak, mm. are you then going to cook it? And if it's made in the, by the same like the same kind of genetic makeup, it's probably just going to do the same. You thing. You think the smell of a steak is all about the uh, process? I suppose you know it's protein and and fat uh, seared and burned and stuff. Mm. So that would be most of the the smell profile and the taste profile. Um, fish. Fish smells like fish uncooked and yeah, yeah, so so it already smells like fish. So I don't know. Oh, it's interesting, isn't it? I heard it's interesting. Someone once told me that when you go into McDonald's, you smell the burgers. That's an artificial smell they're pumping out. Why would they bother pumping it I out? Thought, I thought that. Yeah, I mean, you could be trusted to turn that on. And also, Mc- and also on in McDonald's, I can smell grease. So don't worry about it. They are cooking stuff in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, yeah they're cooking stuff in there, so you, you smell it. Yeah. Oh dear. Anyway, on that note, let's have a think about that because that's. Yeah, the fish thing is a really interesting one. Perhaps people will fish. know. And they'll email in hello at lukeandpeacher.com. What we are going to do is read some of the emails out that have already been sent in. Whoa. The other side of this break. So don't go away. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, Relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
If you need to know where my brain is, Luke Moore, I've just tried to turn my phone off uh, using the back of the phone. Just try to sort of do that. Well, what, very, very weird. What other electronic item even does that anyway? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, welcome back to the Luke and Pete Show. We are back with fun games and emails. No are games. Got, no games? We're fucking serious here, baby. Don't want to play a game? I'm do you want to play a game? What, that, was that Jack Nicholson as Saw? <laughs> hey, do you want to play a game? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it was. That, that was his I'll tell you what cheeks, that was. His no. little cheeks cockscrewed. That was Joe Pesci in Moonwalker. <laughs> as sort. I just want everyone to be cool. Yeah. Yeah. What a, what a film that is. Well worth If you've never watched Moonwalker uh, and you've never... Moonwalker, it, it, it's got a lot to, 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 be, to be said for it. I'd Should you that. be endorsing Michael Jackson products at this point? <sighs> He's dead now. Will he see? He, he won't I'm not be worried about him. From it. I'm not worried about him. His kids, his little I'm kids. About blanket, his blanket will get the money. Blanket. Uh, yeah. I was in a food market the other day. Yeah. Right. We went down to watch a football match, and weirdly, the football match was sold out. Right. So we went to a food market instead, which is just around the corner, because um, they do this particular type of popcorn. It's called Drum and Colonel Popcorn. Shout out to them. Independent business. Do okay. great popcorn. Cool. It's their thing. They're great at it. And for balance, I don't like them. <laughs> Yeah, for balance, uh, you can also buy uh, butter, butter kissed popcorn, wherever you want. <laughs> uh, and uh, at the food market. Yeah. So, you know, that. so for people who are listening to this who aren't kind of au fait with, you know, those big kind of conurbations and the food market stuff like London and New York yeah. and Manchester, that kind of stuff, right? You, Pete, you know instinctively a type of person who runs a food stall at a food market in East Dulwich, right? Beard, glasses, little hat. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Noses wear around a coffee grinder. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a cunt. <laughs> he's got. He's got a bike. He got a bike. Definitely. No, probably, bike. probably. Probably not. I shouldn't use that. I shouldn't use that word. Shouldn't use that word. Nah. Um. Probably. I mean, an acquired taste of a human being. <laughs> that fair? I'm someone said that about me, and that's. Well, fine. you're. You're a man who's eating. Like, I mean, you're there buying his stuff. No, I'm a man who's always eating. <laughs> this is a very Shark. long run up towards me saying that there was a guy who was exactly as you described in there. Yeah, looked exactly like that. I think it was uh-huh. a moustache rather than a beard. Right. And had very round, circular glasses. A little hat. A little hat. Uh, and a white T-shirt and uh, Doc Martin's shoes, not boots, with trousers too short. Yes. Okay. He was playing loudly and obnoxiously yeah. Michael Jackson songs back to back <laughs> to back <laughs> at his food store selling what I think were artisan pastry products. Right, okay. I couldn't really get on board with what his vibe was. <laughs> what do you mean? Is he trying to make Jackson cool again? Uh... And perhaps underestimating the sheer levels of evidence against him being a sexual abuser. <laughs> <laughs> Has he just misunderstood the situation? Uh, that he's gone out of fashion and come back again? Yeah. Uh, maybe we're selling some smooth criminal almond croissant. Nice. Keep those Thank coming. You. I'll stick around. Thank you. Keep those coming, baby. Yeah. No, I don't know. Maybe maybe there's some kind of revival in the way. Don't, stop, saying, look, don't stop till you get a puff pastry. <laughs> yeah, okay, good. Yeah. Tell me some more, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't slow it down, baby. <laughs> yeah. Man in the mirror, raw cacao beans. <laughs> Why would he have raw cacao beans? You put them in. I don't know what you put them in. Yeah. They've always, they always fucking Flan in beans, the mirror. Right? Flan in a mirror. <laughs> That'd work. All right, we'll have it. Yeah. We'll have it. Um, yeah. No, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe Jacko's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Jacko's coming back. I don't know. I thought of a really good pun the other day that I can't think of an, uh, an execution for it, so I'll just say it here. Yeah. Um, so, you know the Beatles song, Paperback Writer? Yeah. So, I was thinking that um, you could do, it's a really hot curry, so I'm going to need a cucumber writer. Cucumber writer. writer. It works really well, doesn't it? I reckon 
the problem is cucumber writer will obviously cool the palate down. It's it's the sort of advert you'd hear for Just Eat on the radio. Yeah, Snoop Dogg would do that. Snoop will be raving about it. <laughs> ah, um, have you, yeah, we, have we spoken about this before? Like Just Eat's not Just Eat in the US. What's it called? Called something else, and, and and he sings the song that's not. It's it's the it's the. Hang on, I said Just Eat. Just Eat is not Just Eat in America, and uh, Snoop Dogg sings a different song. Just eat. To... We're big fans of Snoop Dogg on this show, aren't we? Yeah, always. I like. We were talking about him before doing. Uh, doing... <laughs> oh yeah, menu log. It's called menu log. That's the shittest name ever. Menu, menu log. log. Sounds menu like a turd. <laughs> Snoop Dogg. I'm going to find the advert. There we go. Here we go. So it's exactly the same advert. The one you know and love. See, hungry dogs gotta eat. I get mine's every day, every week. Chicken it's a good song. To the crib, I'm sitting in. Tacos to the chateau. All right. Put my fried rice, rice, M E N U L O G. Menu log. Menu log. I think that's a misstep. That's a good people at Just Eat. <laughs> Which came first then? I mean, I presume Just Eat is probably a, a trademark down, down under in Australia. I know the guy who. Menu um, log. I know a guy who I think is the worldwide marketing director for Just Eat. So all right. I, I could ask him. Ask him what's going shittest, on. Is that the shittest boast of all time? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I know the marketing director for Uber. Actually, that's, I think that's impressive. That's yeah. Uber, man. Yeah. Huge. How do, you, how do you square that away with being a man of the people and an <laughs> uh, employee rights kind of champion? Uh, friend from school's wife. Is okay. that particular person? Oh, suddenly yeah. you don't know him at all now. <laughs> no, I'm I just saying. It. I'm just I saying. Well, that's how that would. Anyway, if you, if you know the worldwide marketing director of any of company, any company, or in let's fact, see. maybe you are one yourself. <laughs> Hello, at LukeandPeter.com. Talk us and through your process. And have a job. We only know what is terrible about Just Eat and Menu Log. So, uh, like the Menu Log version of Just Eat. I see Just Eat, and I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to get in big trouble. It's here. very Route One in it. Just Eat. Just Eat for crying out loud. I see them as the ITV. Two of uh, takeaway apps. What do you mean next to Deliveroo? I think Deliveroo and Uber Eats are kind of premium. I think, yeah, but the thing... Uh, no, Uber I never use Uber Eats. Why? Uh, it's just not on my... That's a car app. <laughs> With apologies to the head of... But some people... Parking for Uber. <laughs> I mentioned literally you 20 ever, seconds you ever ago. you on Saturday? <laughs> um, but I, I, um, I, f- I feel like you can only get certain places on certain apps, though. Yeah, yeah, no. Some of the like McDonald's were at, at McDonald's were Uber Eats exclusive at one. Are point. they right? They okay, were. Okay, they still are. No, they well, were. yeah. We're, I'm a Deliveroo guy with a bit of Just Eat on the side. I don't really flirt with Uber Eats. Maybe I should. There was one near where I live, an independent company called Enjoy, who saw this all coming. They, mm. they did it for years, and they got fucking crowded out. You can't. They don't exist. Anymore. Yeah, you need you need backing. You need you know the capital, I mean? baby. You need the capital, baby. So listen, if you have got some capital, email in hello at lukeandpeacher <laughs> The people who have emailed in already. Um, they're all in our inbox. They're all on the run and all that. We will yeah. get to them when we can. Do you want to do an email from Jeff, Pete? I will do an email from Jeff. Hello, Jeff. Uh, do you see enough Jeffs around these days? I don't think you do. No. Uh, I know one Jeff. I don't know anyone called Jeff, I don't think. No. Oh, I don't know one guy called Jeff. He's really into heavy metal music. He's got ACDC stents on the back of his van. Lovely. Good lad. Uh, here the looking Pete. Based on your discussion last week, I have a story about American Ninja Warrior. 
One of my colleagues, who was an American army officer, a present father, and a true enigma, decided to reveal the following at work, dead sober. We'd been uh, working at a very profitable tech company selling software, and he was a star. Uh, one day, he decided to reveal that not only he had been a contestant on American Ninja Warrior, he had to take three weeks or so to train to debut on the new season. I asked him how he'd train in the devastating Boston winter for this appearance. He surprised me with the following. My friend said, don't worry about it. I'm going to the local ninja gym. Huh. I was, and I'm still confused as to what a ninja gym is. Apparently, it's a place where these people can focus on jumping from one thing to another. <laughs> Founded by other ninjas for the express uh, purpose of trying out for the show. So they've basically recreated yeah. what you're going to be uh, experiencing in American Ninja Warrior. Uh, he did appear on the show, by the way, uh, but we were acquired, and the new management were not as excited with this business, Ninja. Uh, he's not been on TV since. And the important question, is does the UK have ninja gyms? Love the work in friendship and batteries, Jeff. Um, I think you couldn't be asking two worse people about ninja gyms. Yeah, I go to the Better in West Norwood. I occasionally do the treadmill and do some exercises and I right. go swimming. That's all I know. I couldn't tell you anything about a ninja gym, but I do know that when American Ninja Warrior was first popping off, what a lot of the ninja, what a lot of the aspiring ninja warriors were doing, were they yep. were building their own setups in their back gardens, weren't they? I so maybe see, someone right. saw a business opportunity there, to be honest. I'm looking at, uh, there's a parkour school, a laid-back training facility uh, featuring modular parkour spaces and a fitness area. I'm looking on the reviews, 4.4, very good. Let's find the lowest. Who's got bad... <laughs> yes. I think a parkour training center is just like a basic chilled-out ninja warrior gym... Yeah, it's just, just radical dudes, fucking rather spot. than alphas. It's just tea chests in a in a um, lockup, in it really <laughs> running around that filing cabinet, filing cabinet, yeah. <laughs> cabinet. That'd be perfect with the drawers out. Uh, G strong on, uh, on 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 Google reviews it says my son and his friend, both of whom are seven years old, went to some weekend junior classes. Unfortunately, we won't be returning because they felt underwhelmed by the experience. Your parkour's not by for kids, parkour. baby. It's not Get for kids. Up. Not enough after <laughs> after one. After one lesson, the whole class were lectured over their behaviour. The main instructor told them that for 80% of the class, they were misbehaving, and only 20% of the class were practising parkour. (laughs) Awful experience. Serious safety concerns. Awful. Truly terrible places. Rob, getting involved. I trained very regularly in parkour, and because I looked pretty fit, I was automatically put into a harder group on day one. I don't like Rob. I knew nothing, but I was expected to do some complicated stuff. The coach kept pushing me into things I felt uncomfortable doing, and I didn't know how to get uh, easier versions. (laughs) I ended up falling, and I fractured my wrist. All I was given was an ice pack and to go on my merry way. Uh, and the gym is freezing cold there are no showers the toilets are across the road uh, and it's in the middle of nowhere along a dark road <laughs> I think you've hit other site really sinister yes please very please enjoyable please do not name them I will not name don't them don't name the brand I'm just reading out the, the fucking yeah yeah whoa went there uh, some manager guy Dan I think was super condescending to me and friends it was a ridiculously expensive and just a bit dirty <laughs> do you know what I imagine you know <laughs> roofs are dirty Emma Emily do you know what I imagine the parkour people to be like a bit like the people who work in a music shop do you know what I mean? Yeah. Where they're like really intense. Yeah. Like you go into a music store and want to buy a guitar, they'll get the guitar down, tune it, play, play it themselves while staring yeah. at you in the eyes. Yeah. And you don't know where to look. I can imagine you walk into a parkour gym and say, hello, I'm interested in learning how to do parkour. I reckon they'll jump off big height bits 
just uh, to show you and land like right in front of you like Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja yeah. Turtles I'll tell you what there is an Ninja School and I'm going to say it's a 17 league in London it's got a 4.9 review uh, thing on, on Google and there are no low reviews everyone's over 4 stars I cannot recommend Ninja School in league uh, and uh, they've done some questions and answers on the Google uh, thing it says uh, question uh, do we get to be real ninjas uh, they haven't answered that <laughs> but presumably they can't give away too much information it's a very secretive profession I guess so, yeah. Uh, the other the other question is, do we use katanas? Uh, and somebody has replied, no. And that's all we got. So you can't be real ninjas. You don't get trained in real ninja stuff. And do you... Uh... Is, is, this, is this all disrespectful cultural appropriation, this? What do you mean? Because ninja, a ninja was like a... Like a a feudal Japan like fucking warrior right yeah but is it uh, are there many ninjas kicking around these days you know what I mean like it's no. all it's all an affectation isn't it I suppose S- I'm just looking now surprisingly um, in the 17th century they started to fade into obscurity isn't it amazing how they've managed to keep the mystiques now to keep yes. so long yeah I suppose I mean I guess I mean being like a, a feudal like assassin for a, a king effectively is uh, it's, it's a pretty incredible the, job they were apparently um it, it were roles kind of roles performed by people who were seen as dishonoured mm. or dishonourable beneath the samurai. Yeah, and so they would do stuff that otherwise people, samurais would never do: climb on a roof, have a peek through, yeah, eat a Snickers, yeah. <laughs> throw throw a shuriken, throw a shuriken, kick a dog in the in the. <laughs> <laughs> Do, do a little low kick on a dog. Have you seen? The, have you seen is there a film called "Just Kick My Dog Ninja"? Yes, yeah, I did. A, Bye. <laughs> Through the like, skylight. See ya. Yeah. Take the dog with if you want. <laughs> if you don't want to kick it. Um, have you seen the film "Dog Soldiers"? Uh, no. It's good, right? Is it about ninjas? Not really. Did you just hear the word dog? And you went, have you seen the film no, Dog Soldiers? No, because in that, they train to be SAS or whatever it is. Right, it's not, okay, it's not yeah, said SAS, yeah. it's SAS, but like... They've they got they're, the parkour school. No, at, at the end, I think one of the guys' final challenges, I think it's Dog Soldiers, I might be getting the film mixed up, but in I think Dog it's, Soldiers. They make him kill a dog. Oh, and, and he won't do I it. I do not like and they that call him weak. And they call him weak for refusing to shoot the dog. Yeah, I bet. Um, and so it's kind of reminded me of it. Yeah. There's a Ninja Warrior UK adventure in Watford. Where you can just, uh, it's basically the set from the uh, TV show. They don't, sh- they don't shoot dogs there. They do anyway, not shoot dogs there. Pete, that's enough for now. You're yeah. reading Google reviews of Ninja Warrior. Um, we've got to get out of here. We'll be back on Thursday <laughs> Sorry, with the everyone. first of our Christmas-themed shows, so stick oh, around for that. Jingle our bells. In the meantime, um, please do take the time to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your pods. Tell your friends about us. It does really help and we'd really appreciate it. Uh, Look after yourselves for the rest of the week. We'll be back with you on Thursday uh, and we'll speak to you then. Pete Show is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. 
quince.com slash style. 